Real Catch-Up. Committed to real estate with a positive impact. Hello everyone and welcome to Real Catch-Up, the BNP Paribas real estate podcast that explores, observes and dives deeper the real estate sector in the city of tomorrow. As we know, the world is changing. The real estate sector is no exception and is constantly having to adjust to an ever-evolving playing field. Today in Real Catch-Up, we discuss a topic of major importance, investment. How have opportunities changed? How do you adapt and attract investors? We'll find out today from Larry Young, head of International Investment Group. Hi, Larry. Hello, Mary. Uh, Larry, we're remotely uh, located to record this uh, podcast because you are actually based in London, aren't you? Yes, um, I spent 17 years in Paris, but I've now been back in London for two years. Um, and I run a team of 30 people in Europe, including the UK, uh, and also in the Middle East and Dubai, uh, and in Asia, in Singapore and Hong Kong. So your role, Larry, and uh, that of your team is to demonstrate the appeal of Europe to international investors and guide them to the choosing the right asset uh, in the right location, depending on their strategies, right? Yes, exactly. Um, I mean, our primary focus is to uh, increase uh, investment deals um, for the teams in Europe. Um, and just briefly, I mean, the market uh, has held up well. Um, 63.2 billion euros are invested in Europe uh, in the first quarter in 2022, which was a uh, 28% increase um, from uh, from last year, and actually one of the, the second best results since um, 2020. So the market has been uh, has been strong, and uh, and as you say, the role of the team is to uh, primarily in, in, get investors into Europe, but also work with all the different uh, business lines at BNP Paribas. So Larry, as I said in my introduction, the world is moving forward and these changes have repercussions on all sectors of activity and real estate is no exception, uh, of course. So what changes have you seen in recent years in the way people invest? Well, there have been some huge changes um, and I think one of the most important ones has been sustainability. Real estate accounts for approximately 30% of um, the carbon emissions. Um, so investors have been uh, very keen to look at more sustainability and look at more green buildings and um, really using the context uh, of ESG for sustainable development. And this has been at the, the heart of business um, concerns. And also really link to that, understand and work with the users and occupiers to anticipate um, these problems. So I think that's probably been one of the key trends that we've seen recently. Okay, so the type of buildings and assets investors are interested in are, is actually changing. Um, but what does this mean for the cities we live in? So, um, I mean, there's been a shift in the ESG side also. There's obviously been the uh, COVID effects. Um, so investors have been looking at some of the, the winners from, I'd say, COVID. So especially uh, what you call beds and sheds. Um, so uh, anything that's to do with um, the residential and the logistics market has worked well. Um, but there's a whole load of new asset classes, healthcare, uh, life sciences that have really sort of become more important as I say, linked to the COVID situation, but also linked to ESG, uh, whereas offices um, 
I'd say had struggled, um, especially with people uh, staying at home, but there has been a return to work, so they've bounced back. Another big sort of trend, and I guess where we're looking at cities that are winners and, uh, and, and maybe cities that are sort of being left behind, is the big transport infrastructure projects. I mean, for anyone in London, um, you'd probably uh, have already taken the crossrail that, that finally opened <laughs> after a number of delays in, in late May. Um, so that's now opened and that's going to be a real game changer for London and especially that sort of east-west divide. Then also other cities and uh, I'm thinking uh, uh, Paris has the uh, Grand Paris project um, with a number of different uh, lines that are really important you know, increasing um, that. And it's more of a sort of drip fee project over a, a number of years. Um, but for example, I mean, our new real estate headquarters in Bologna, one of the main crossrail lines is being built outside the building. And that's going to link straight to areas like La Défense, Charles de Gaulle, uh, very rapidly and, and really help those markets. So those are two examples. But I think in general, it's where cities uh, are winners and losers. And the investors from both the Middle East and Asia that we manage, but all, all across Europe and uh, North America really focus on those. Okay, I see. And how does BNP Paribas Real Estate manage to adapt uh, to these changes? Um, I mean, we, we're obviously a, uh, a very big organization and we have different arms to us. So I, I'd say the advisory part of the business really is working closely with investors in terms of the best cities, the best ESG part. We also have a property development arm um, that, that build up to 200,000 square meters a year. And there's been a huge uh, increase in the knowledge, for instance, building in wood, um, building um, with very uh, uh, strong ratings from the likes of uh, Briam and all the others, um, and also doing more mixed-use projects, um, which is uh, which suits the, uh, the users. We have a big property management arm, and they've massively geared up on, uh, on ESG across Europe. And we also, there's an investment management arm, um, BNP Ream, and the majority of their funds are now effectively turning uh, turning green. And they, like a lot of big institutional investors, are looking very closely at their current portfolio to improve that. So, a lot of different lot of different arms, and I'm sure they can uh, f follow up with various podcasts in the different departments as well. Okay, so Larry, investment means capital. What role do the banks, the group and other business lines of BNP Paribas Real Estate have to play in urban investment? Well, I think, um, first of all, um, we can't get away from the fact that there's been a, a very large spike in interest rates recently. Um, so the last few weeks have really seen a change in investment markets. Um, unfortunately, um, banks hesitating and, uh, and deals slowing down or falling out of bed. We hope that that's going to be a temporary measure and interest rates will come back down again. But the banks are absolutely essential to the investment market. And a couple of points, I think on the ESG side, they have to follow um, some of the same regulations and um, scrutiny uh, that the investors do. So we're seeing a lot of green bonds. We're seeing them asking a huge amount of questions before uh, lending on investments um, and current investments. They are looking at a lot closer. Um, I think as well in terms of the different investment classes, like I mentioned earlier, banks very much follow these trends. So I'd say during COVID period, they were very strong on the logistics and the uh, and the living uh, healthcare sectors. Whereas now we're coming out of COVID, 
and offices are rebounding. People are going back to shops and retails coming back and the hospitality center with a sector with everyone traveling is moving forward again. Banks are, are more open to those asset classes. And then in terms of different uh, business lines in BMP, I mean, I think I mentioned, um, you know, the different in, uh, business lines we have. And in terms of urban investment, I think, you know, the key role of our property development uh, teams uh, in some of these impressive, especially mixed use projects, uh, what our investment management teams are doing in terms of uh, uh, looking at greener investments and, and what our property management teams are doing as well to, to help investors is, uh, is absolutely essential. Okay, let's have a look to the future and speak frankly. How do you imagine real estate investment in 10 years? So that's a, it's a very good question. Um, I think, you know, the real estate investment market has come on a, a lot in the last 10 years. So in the next 10 years, there will be some key trends. Um, I think obviously the green and ESG questions um, and um And renewable energy will be um, at the heart of investment. Um, I think our cities will have changed and continue to change a lot um, with some of the trends that we mentioned, the infrastructure projects, uh, but also taking more cars off the road. Um, and I think what we've seen in uh, in Paris is, uh, uh, for me, very impressive. It hasn't been without controversies, but 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 putting pedestrians and putting bike lanes instead of uh, cars on the main road and really pushing public transport will be key for all the all the big cities. I think the investors will carry on becoming a lot more professional and financially driven as well. The world will carry on this being being more global and we'll see investors from all different parts of the globe. And I think, you know, the last point is uh, it'll still it'll become more and more of a I'd say a recognized investment class against stocks and shares, against bonds, against uh, other investment classes and uh, investors will carry on uh, increasing portfolios of, uh, of real estate. Larry, thank you so much for taking the time to answer our questions. Thank you very much. As for you at home listening alone, I'll see you soon for another episode of Real Catch-Up, the BNP Paribas Real Estate Podcast. And in the meantime, don't forget to open your eyes, ears and minds to what's new in real estate and the city of tomorrow. Real Catch-Up. Committed to real estate with a positive impact. 